You're listening to the Highland Baptist Church Network and the audio ministry of our church. There's been so much happening in our community and our world over the last many months. Today, we have a special blessing for you. Recently, we had a special time of prayer during our worship service, and we want to share it with you today. If you have a prayer request that we can pray with you, please go to hbcmolino.com forward slash connect. Now, let's go to the prayer service. Now, today, um, you know, I was driving back from Jacksonville on Friday. I had two days of meetings down there. I'm on the State Board of Missions for the state of Florida. And um, down there, we had great two days of meetings. Um, the Lord's really blessing in our state. You know, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of all these things going on, the Lord's really blessing. And as I was driving back, you know, we've been praying for different ones, but um, I, I, I came up this last week with a little playlist on my Apple Music for prayer and fasting just to be, help me be focused. And I was listening to some songs and um, the Lord really placed in my heart, you know, with all that's going on in our world, Afghanistan, Haiti, having an earthquake and a hurricane, COVID, people, people dying from COVID, people struggling with COVID, our health care workers, all they're dealing with, um, just all, I mean, I can keep listening, all different things that we're dealing with. It's very heavy on my heart. And uh, I started thinking, the Lord said to me, you have a concerted prayer service. You just have a, a service that is just focused and concerted on prayer. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with what I told him. I said, Lord, I know that sounds good, but I want people thinking that he just doesn't want to preach. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's, last week, you know, we had... He threw out a different message he had prepared there. And then this week we're doing something different, you know. And that's just the flesh side of me, you know, saying, I, you know, Lord, I don't want to. And I, obviously I think it was the devil, too, trying to say, hey, you don't want to do that. You know, people are going to think, you know, all this. And, and, I thought, and then the Lord said to me, Brian, those that have been there, they know you. They, they know your, you know, what you do. Um, they know week in and week out. And so I said, thank you, Lord, but just the stubborn person I am, I still kept dealing back and forth with it. I just kept, all the, all the way home, I dealt with it. And then Saturday, I'm talking with Sarah, like 5 o'clock in the evening, I think it was. I'm telling her, maybe earlier than that, a little, a little earlier than that, it doesn't matter what time it was. I was just talking to her about it. And, um, and I said, you know, I really feel led to do this. And so I started talking about it more. So let's just pray about it. So I was praying about it. Last night, every... Uh, Saturday night, for the most part, I'll watch Billy Graham, a message of his. I've got on my phone, I've got his Billy Graham app. If you want it, it's B-G-E-A is what it is. It's a good app. Sometimes I watch it on my phone. Most of the time I try to cast it to my television, and I watch it on television. So I picked one out last night. There's an old, old one that I probably have seen it because I've seen most of his. But I just don't remember seeing it. But I probably have. And I started watching this video and everything. And I'm gonna sh we're going to show you the clip. Where God just said, you need to do this today. I say, I say, Lord, Lord, let's do it next week, Lord. I can plan it out better. Because if y'all know me, I'm a planner. 
Sarah's a bigger planner than I am, but I'm a planner. You know, we both, we're planner people. So I'm like, I can plan out better next week. I can get this and that all together. And the Lord kept saying, no, you need to do it. And so I want to read a section of scripture. Um, Jesus is speaking. And people are talking about the end times. And they're talking about different things. This is what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 24, verses 6 through 8. I'm going to read this, and then you can see the video clip that God really said this is what you need to do. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines pestilences and earthquakes, hurricanes in various places. And I added hurricanes. It's not in the text. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. Old translation says birth pangs. It's just the beginning, just the beginning of it. So without any further talking, let's go ahead and watch the video. I want you to see on this night before he died, he has had the last supper with his disciples in the upper room. And they've gone now to the Mount of Olives at the foot of the mount. And now they're in a garden that is called Gethsemane. And Jesus leaves eight of his disciples on the outskirts of the garden. And he takes three with him, Peter, James, and John. And he goes a little further into the garden and he tells these three disciples to watch and pray. And then he goes about a stone's throw further along and falls prostrate on the ground and begins the agonizing prayer. And before he was finished, the Bible says, he was sweating drops of blood. What agony! What a prayer! Christ must have prayed that night. Many times in Scripture you find Christ praying all night. And if Jesus Christ had to pray all night, what about us in 1958 with our race problem, with our problem of communism, with the problem of crime that is getting worse with every passing day, with all the social problems that we face in the world and the personal problems and the problem of sin? We Americans are not praying. We're not calling upon God. We give lip service to God, but our hearts are far from him. Why, when the President of the United States gave a proclamation for a day of prayer the other day, you didn't read much about it. Very few churches observed it. Very few people spent any time in prayer. On the day of prayer, when the President said, we need to call on God, the people didn't call on God. We couldn't call ourselves a Christian nation tonight. There are Christians living in America, and Christian influences have been felt in this country, but we today are a heathen, pagan country. We're away from God. We have plenty of religion. We have beautiful churches, but our hearts are far from God. We are not spending time in prayer. The blackest hour in history since the last 24 hours of the life of Christ we are living in today. I don't know if you caught that or not. He said 1958. It's been the same 1958, 1758, 4058 B.C. 
and in 2021. When I heard that, I mean, I'm, you know, the Lord's really been like working in my heart and everything. And so the last two, like Saturday nights, I'm looking over my message. I'm getting ready to preach today, okay? And all of a sudden, the Lord just prompted me again, said, you need to do a prayer. So I started looking about prayer and, and this and that and the other and, and just thinking about that, praying about that. And then as I'm listening to this message, I'm very auditory, okay? So I'm actually, I'm reading and I'm hearing this at the same time. Sarah knows how auditory I am. <laughs> like, I'm very auditory. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what did he just say? And so I'm listening to him and I'm like, Lord, thank you. Get through this stubborn head of mine. Thank you. This is what we need to do today. And so the first thing I want to start off with is this. We have microphones on the floor, four here. We have one upstairs. Um, and I want to start off with some popcorn prayer requests. Okay, so if you have a prayer need or a prayer request, if you would just pop up, make your way to one of the microphones, and let us know so we all can hear you um, in the prayer request that you have. If you would do that, and then we'll have a time of prayer where we'll begin in just a moment. autoimmune system disease or something. Her mast cells get all messed up. Anyway, she had a spell about maybe three weeks ago. And when she has her spell, she, had, she takes the EpiPens, but then she still has to go to the emergency room and try to get better, you know. And then she had another one Saturday night. Well, you know, I've been praying for her, and I've been praying that God would, you know, heal her. You know, it's, she's your daughter. That's what you want, ain't it? But, you know, God gives us a sense, too, to try to figure out what can we do, you know. So, y'all, we all pray for Kim. Pray that uh, uh, maybe the doctors can figure out something so she won't feel like she feel like she's dying when she goes to sleep. It's just really bad. And it hurts me. So, if y'all would pray for her, I guess I'm crazy, but I just, I just really love her, you know. And I don't, nothing happened to her. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. Good morning, church family. Good morning. I'd like all of you to remember my wife. She's in uh, Olive Branch Rest Home and uh, she stayed six nights in the hospital. She got so weak she couldn't get up, couldn't walk. And she has a bad heart and a lot of fluid, and she takes six Lexics a day to keep the fluid off. But she just got so weak she couldn't go, so I the let her out of the hospital, and we decided to put her in Olive Branch. And they're working with her, trying to get her strength up, and. She's got a good attitude. She don't never complain. She's a sweet lady. Yeah. And I wish y'all would uh, remember her in your prayers. We definitely will. So, I love my church. I thank you. We love you too, Brother Charles. <coughs> Good 
Brother Brian. I asked prayer for Berman. Yeah. He's been in AFib a lot lately, and he gets real weak. So please pray for him. Sure will. I know that the church has been praying a lot for my brother, and I just greatly appreciate that. Um, he is doing a lot better, but still needs a lot of prayer. So if you guys could just remember Curtis still, um, but he is off the ventilator and breathing on his own and um, he is showing signs of movement on both sides of his body um, we're just praying that his lungs continue to clear and that the swelling in the brain continues to reduce so he gets even more movement and ability to, to move and all amen amen All right. Uh, before, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Trey. I have um, three friends of mine that I'd like y'all to pray for. They're not Christians, and that's all they, that's all they want to pray for. I want okay. to pray for Jesus to save them someday. Okay. It's Billy, Allison, and Kelly. I don't, I don't want to give last names. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. We talked about the funerals coming up this week, and um, if we could just keep the Half Acre family, um, Jerry and Amber and Cooper and Harper and Mandy and Brandy and their families, um, they're really hurting, and we're hurting because they're hurting, and so if we could just keep praying for them to find peace in the situation and know that Big Jerry's up there still coaching us. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brother Brian mentioned last week we've studied in uh, across the church about Elijah sitting under a tree. My favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life, and at the beginning it says, What's wrong with him? Is he sick? And he says, No, worse, he's discouraged. There's a lot of people discouraged right now. Yeah, definitely. Unlike It's a Wonderful Life, we have a much better book. It says, don't be weary in good doing. Yeah. It's hard to keep going. Mm -hmm. Just encourage all of you. You're an encouragement to everybody. Yeah. Just keep doing good work. That's right. Amen. Amen.
Brother Brian, there's a uh, young lady that's kind of been around our church, and um, Miss Sherry was just telling me before service this morning that um, her name's Tammy Peel. Her son just graduated high school. His name's Dakota, and um, he passed away suddenly in a car accident last night. Uh, very unexpected. Um, Tammy, good friends with several of the ladies in the church, and um, actually worked for me for a short period. And, um, grew up in the community and went to Northview. So, um, you know, some of you may know her. Tammy Smith now, yeah, Peel's okay. the maiden name. Um, just heartbreaking circumstances there with that young man. Um, there was two more uh, people in the vehicle, so um, just pray for those families. Sure will. Pretty, pretty sudden, tragic deal to lose a kid like that. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. guys I'm gonna go ahead and say a word of prayer over these and then we're going to go into a time of of kind of concerted prayer with different areas the first one's going to be over world peace and Afghanistan what's going on there but let's go ahead and pr I'll pray for these and then we will continue father I come before you right now Lord there are many other requests probably out here that maybe too near and dear to their hearts, maybe too nervous to, to get up and, and say something. But Lord, for those that voiced their request, Lord, I come before you right now and I lift them up to you. Lord, I lift up Kim to you who has these awful spells to where her, all of her uh, body function is like it goes in overdrive. And things just start not working right, not functioning in the right way. And Lord, while I know that I don't understand it, I know that you do. And so, Lord, I pray that you would work in her life. I pray that you would place your healing hand upon her. Lord, I pray for Ms. Jean and Brother Charles. For Ms. Jean, who I know is having all kind of problems very weak to the point she could not walk. Now over at Olive Branch, Lord, such a sweet lady. Would you work through the physical therapy through others that are giving her care right now and let her get stronger and stronger each and every day. Lord, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, would you just strengthen her even right now? For Brother Charles, who would never mention it for himself, but going through radiation. Father, in the name of Jesus, give him the strength that he needs as he goes through that. And, Lord, would you work your healing in his life also. For Brother Berman, for Buddy, dealing with AFib, dear God, he's been uh, dealing with a lot here recently. Would you touch his heart and bring it back into the right rhythm where it needs to be? Would you just do that right now? Pray for Brother Dill, too, also dealing with a heart issue, but with congestive heart failure. Dear God, would you touch and heal him also? I know how much he wants to be here, how much he wants to be able to do things like he was doing. And so, Lord, I pray that you would bring about the healing that he needs in his life. Lord, for Curtis, we lift him up to you again today. We pray specifically for his lungs 
And Lord, we pray specifically for his brain. Would you strengthen his lungs with your power? Would you remove any gunk, anything that may be in there that's restricting his breathing even right now? Would you also touch his brain, continue to reduce that swelling? Lord, I pray that the next time they do a CT, it'd be like it's non-existent, no swelling. Just pray for that in the name of Jesus. Lord, I lift up Trey's friends. Lord, we all need a friend like Trey. Praying for his lost friends. Lord, I pray for Billy, for Allison, for Kelly. They all need you. They need to trust you. Lord, I pray right now that you would touch their heart and their spirit. Let them see their great need for you. I pray they would just turn to you. Use Trey. Use others around them that are believers to share the gospel with them and they can be saved. Lord, I do lift up the Half Acre family to you. What a shock and what a tragedy that was, Lord. For them to find Big Jerry passed away. Seemingly, nothing really wrong with them. And so, Lord, I just pray for them right now. I pray for Cindy and Teeny. I pray for Brandy, Mandy, and Jerry. Pray for all of their grandchildren. I pray for the entire family. Anytime that you lose someone that you love, it's very hard, very difficult. But especially when it's so unexpected. And so, Lord, I pray that you would just wrap your loving arms around their family and let them feel your presence in a very special way right now. Lord, I pray the same for the Vickrys and for the Kahalis. I pray that they would feel your love, feel your presence undergirding them even right now. Lord, I pray for the family of Dakota, for Tammy Smith and others, Lord, that lost in a tragic car accident. Lord, as if there's not enough going on right now with the pandemic and with things going on in the Middle East and around the world, Lord, and then to have the tragedy of a car accident, Lord, I just pray that you would let this family feel your love, know of your care and your concern. And Lord, for what Brother Kyle lifted up about discouragement, there are so many that are discouraged. There are so many that are on the brink of hopelessness. And so I pray that you would intervene there and you would encourage our spirits, even today, encourage our spirits in you. We realize, Lord, because your word teaches us that we will have troubles in this world. But bless God, you've overcome the world. And because we are yours, we can trust in you. And we know that you can lift our spirits. And we pray for that even right now. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. As we go into this first season of prayer, um, and understand this too. It wasn't until like 9.45, 10 o'clock last night that I felt like I needed to do this. 
And so these have been asked to pray. Those extra ones that are singing today um, that weren't in the order, weren't even in the process, they just found out this morning, okay? And so I'm just thankful for them. I'm thankful for them understanding that when the Holy Spirit leads, you just got to follow what he says to do. And so I've asked uh, Brother James Rock, it goes by Rock, I asked him um, if he uh, would not mind leading this portion of the service. And right now, anyone, anyone, if you have loved ones that are serving in the military, they don't have to be over in Afghanistan because obviously in the military, they can be in Afghanistan in a day or two if they're called upon. So if you have anyone serving in the military, if you would just stand and, um, and then Brother Rock's going to lead us in prayer for those over in Afghanistan for world peace. Thank you, Pastor. Um, I just want to segue just for one moment and, and tell my pastor that as one in, in his congregation that I praise the Lord every time he speaks to your heart. And I, I, those, I understand, you know, your feelings about going into this and how people may think and so on, but not that I'm speaking for everybody here, but I feel in my heart of hearts that we love when, when you speak from your heart. That's my favorite thing about my church family. So many speak from their heart, and thank you for doing that. Um, <clears throat> matter of fact, the only fault I can think of this morning was giving me a microphone. Probably was <clears throat> maybe a question of judgment there, but that's about it. And, and just like Pastor said, um, he asked me um, to take part this morning, and, um, and I said, of course, it'd be an honor. Uh, and what would you like me to talk about? And he said, world peace. So I said, oh, that's it. <laughs> no pressure. Um, but it's extremely important, and I'm going to talk to it from the angle of those that ensure we do have world peace and work every day of their lives to fight for world peace, fight every day so that a little church in Molino like ours can get up and speak to each other and ask for prayers. You can't do that in many, many parts of the world, and I pray for those. I am so sorry for those. Because they want to walk with God, and they want to take this walk like we're allowed to do freely, but they can't. And so there's men and women across the, the world, not just the United States, but especially our armed forces that have and will make the ultimate sacrifice to ensure that all our churches can pray in peace and, and all of us can support each other. Um, as we know, evil comes in many forms, many, many forms. Um, I, I've sought first in battle in, uh, in Kuwait where women and children were being slaughtered and killed um, when a dictatorship decided to try to take that, that country. I saw it again in Bosnia and Serbia when another terrible, awful, evil regime just committed mass genocide. I, don't, I can't think of anything more evil than just eliminating families and women and children just because of the country they came from. I saw it again, of course, in the Middle East, in, in Southwest Asia, and so on, Middle East, and, and the current combat that's going on. Um, and unfortunately, <laughs> retired, and it and it still continues. The work's not done. Um, so I ask you to just remember those because they're fighting every day for world peace, and they're trying 
um, I know that sounds kind of strange, fighting for peace, but, you know, even in the Bible, the Lord, you know, has used a sword in his will, his mighty will, um, through us, uh, so his will be done. Um, I, I actually went home and changed to put on purposely a red shirt, something that we do, uh, every Friday in our company and companies across the United States, they, re- they wear red. It stands uh, for Remember Everyone Deployed. So it's a very small way of just never forgetting because we can get so wrapped up in our daily lives and continue and, and things and work and so on that it's easy to forget those thousands and thousands of miles away and they're not with their families and they're standing on those front lines and they... Uh, you know, it just breaks your heart when you see troops one moment holding a baby and helping children to try to flee evil. And then the next moment, you know, um, to be, you know, attacked by a coward with a vest. So we, we, we do that. And that's something, um, matter of fact, Haley's family's helping us do all red shirts for the entire company and so on. But it's a small way, any small way that you can remember those troops and those men and women that are out there every day um, that really helps Um, and the last thing um, before I actually say my prayer uh, um, I was raised Catholic so I'm terrible at Baptist prayers but um, I uh, there's peace is not um, only in desert sands and so on but there's, there's men and women that fight for us every day for peace at home in our homes, in our streets, and so on. And I never forget the, my brothers and sisters in law enforcement as well, many that are here and that I adore because I like to say they have no idea who their enemy is. They have no idea where that evil will come. It could be just from a simple traffic stop or so. So don't forget them as well. But um, anyway, would you guys pray with me? <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for speaking to our pastor and asking him to do this. And thank you for the honor of talking about this portion about world peace and the opportunity for all of us to be together with with our families, with our church family, and be able to honor you and walk with you because so many across the world don't have that opportunity. But I promise you, Lord, just like this old fighter pilot, there are many, many out there that will not put down the book. We will not stand down. We will not be silenced. We will persecute and prosecute and execute your mission for us, your will. So we pray for them as a group, both in the military and in law enforcement, that everyone can help all of us collectively attain world peace. I believe, Lord, your guidance is very simple. You want your children to walk with you and love one another. And I promise you, we will not stop and we will not give up until we can do that. In Jesus' name, amen.
in the presence of Jehovah. Thank you so much, Rock. I appreciate your words. And I was going to say something. I'm glad you did. Um, today, um, I am wearing two pins. One is the American flag, and the other is the empty cross of Jesus Christ. Um, I believe you can be a Christian and a patriot and love your nation and pray for your nation. And you ought to do that. Right now, we're going to move into a time of prayer for our health care workers. And um, if you are one of our health care workers, if you would please come forward at this time. So all the health care workers are here. If you come down front, uh, it'd be a, we, we want to honor you and bless you. We also want to pray for you. This is something that God laid on our hearts to do. You guys, um, when it comes to COVID, dealing with COVID, you're on the front lines. You are in the medical community like this. And so we just want to do something to bless you. And hopefully your, I don't know the right terminology, some of them floor, maybe your area, okay, just to bless uh, your people, okay, we want to bless you, obviously, we want to bless your people, too, so there's a little something we put together um, that hopefully would be a blessing uh, to those in the healthcare field where you guys work and where you serve, all right, and so if y'all just remain standing, Brother David Bell is going to take this time here and pray for our healthcare workers. Let's pray. God, I'm overwhelmed uh, at what you're doing today, Lord. I'm thankful for your presence, Lord. You always show up when we need it the most, God. And we're reaching out to you today, God, on a lot of different fronts, Lord. Lord. We need you. Just like the song says, God, we need you so bad right now. But I'm going to specifically pray for the these that are in the medical field, Lord, as they put in their times, God, and, and deal with people on a daily basis, God. And that's difficult in and of itself when you're dealing with good people, Lord. But God... They need you daily, God, because of the things that they see in and out of the hospital, God, at, at their workplace, God. I pray that you would just give them strength. Give them strength, God, to make those long hours, God. Give them wisdom. Give them clarity, God, when they have to make a split-second decision, God, on what to do. God, I pray that you would be with them as they walk daily, God. God, I pray that you would just give them a glow, God, that other people want to see. That they want to see why these healthcare workers, God, have a peace about them. They want to know about you, Lord. 
I pray, God, that they would just radiate from you, Lord, in everything that they do, God. Give them wisdom. Give them strength. God, I, I pray for their families. They also have to deal with it, Lord. The things that, the long hours, the extra shifts, God. I pray for their families that you would just allow them to understand, God, as they go through this hard time. I'm thankful that these are here, God, because they can come here to be rejuvenated, God. We can lift them up in prayer. God, as fellow Christians, God, we would need to rally around these, God, when they're struggling. Remind them of the work that they're doing, God. This is a godly work, God. It's not everybody that can do this kind of work. You have to be a special person to do this work in this field, Lord. I pray that you would just allow them to be your light, Lord. That you would shine through them as they go through their everyday, God. Give them what they need, God. In your name I pray. Amen.
there is another in the fire standing next to me there is another in the waters holding back the seas should i ever need reminding what power set me free there is a grave that holds no body now the power lives in me there is another in the fire oh there is another in the fire oh there is another in the fire another in the fire and I can see the light in the darkness as the darkness bows to him and I can hear the roar in the heavens as the space between wears thin and I can feel the ground shake beneath us as the prison walls cave in nothing stands between us nothing stands between us there is no other name but the name that is jesus He who was and still is and will be through it all. So come what may in the space between all the things unseen and this reckoning. I know I will never be alone. I know I will never be alone. There'll be another in the fire. Standing next to me, there'll be another in the waters, holding back the seas. Should I ever need reminding, how good you've been to me? I'll count the joy come every battle, cause I know that's where you'll be. I can see the light in the darkness as the darkness bows to him and I can hear the roar in the heavens as the space between wears thin and I can feel the ground shake beneath us as the prison walls cave in nothing stands between us nothing stands between us Another in the fire. I texted Jamie this morning. I said, Jamie, what are you singing this morning? And I was just curious. I didn't tell her why I was thinking, you know, another in the fire. Another in the fire. And thinking about all that's going on around the world. Thinking about those right now over in Louisiana, that area dealing with Ida. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but man, 
I was in the office. I was meeting with the Vickery family about their uh, funeral service, and it was lightning and thunder. The wind's blowing. I'm like, I don't think we're going to be in this. And so it made me really think about them and pray for them because we're on the way outer edge of it, and they are really getting hammered. Um, so this next section is about prayer for natural disasters, and specifically for Ida, what's going on right now, but also for those in Haiti that had an earthquake, and three days later had a tropical storm. Um, they've lost thousands. Um, I can't remember the numbers. I saw them the other day, our State Board of Missions, because we have a big ministry down there in Haiti. I've been down there twice, and um, I think our churches, when I say our, we have a Baptist convention we actually helped form down there, um, 54 churches destroyed in Haiti, of ours only. So that, there's more than that, but for ours, I believe 54 is the right number. Um, so Brother Alan Purvis is going to come. He's going to say a time of prayer for those natural disasters, for those in Haiti. God, as we come before you to specifically pray for for Haiti, God, as we know they've been hit with an earthquake and a tropical storm, God, we know it's a place right now of death, destruction, and probably hopelessness, God. We just pray for this place that's in your world, God, right now that's dealing with this, and God, I pray that through this, you know, people can see hope, God, hope is you, and even when the buildings are falling down, God, there's still hope, there's hope. God, we, we want to pray also for the people who are facing a storm today lots of people facing storms in their lives God but specifically right now yes there's those facing a hurricane God it's uh, easy to see how small and insignificant you are when you're facing a category 4 hurricane yes so God we, we pray for this area God for Louisiana and the ones that will be affected by this God I pray that uh there's been preparations made ahead of time yes. to keep people safe. God, I pray that during the storm, God, that, uh, that you'll also protect the ones. God, I know some people that stayed. I pray for them. Yes, Lord. And God, I pray for after this, God, after it blows through. God, we know that the cleanup, having dealt with storms in our own area, God, we know that after after there's a cleanup, there's people that will be going to help. There's power workers. There's all kind of things that will be going on. God, I pray that your hand will be in all of that, God. I pray that through this, through the stories that come out of this, God, I pray that you would be lifted up, that you would be magnified through all of this, God. Yes. God, we're thankful that Ida did not 
come here, God, and we're so, we, we do lift up the folks that are going to be affected, God. And we're so thankful for your hand and the ones that were uh, on the oars and made it to safety, God. Mm-hmm. They were able to move and make it, God. So, God, we thank you for how much you love us. We thank you for what you're going to do. It's in Jesus' name. And Father, we come before you right now in, in agreement with what Brother Allen prayed for, Lord. And we pray specifically for one of our own, Robert Ratcliffe, who is on an oil rig and cannot get off of the oil rig right now. Lord, would you protect him and all those men that are with him on that oil rig and that are definitely in the path of Ida? Would you protect them and keep them safe? It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Now, Brother Phil's going to come, and we're going to, everyone stand, we're going to sing, It Is Well With Our Soul. Let's stand, please. It is well with my soul. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like
Come to a time of prayer for those dealing with COVID and deaths within the church family. And after this, we have the opportunity for you to give popcorn praises. We took our prayer request earlier. Have a time of popcorn praises after this. So anyone here this morning that has loved ones struggling with COVID, maybe even dealing with some in our church family dealing with chemo and radiation, other things like that, or if you're dealing with deaths in your family, if you all please just stand as uh, Chuck Brown comes and he's going to lead us in this time of prayer. We thank you, dear Lord, for how good you've been to us today. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. How it touches our life, dear Lord, and how you live within us. We praise you, dear Lord, for how good you've been to us. We do have people that's hurting today, dear Lord. I pray for Cindy, dear Lord, and I figure that you'd be with her, dear Lord, and the loss of her brother. And dear Lord, be close to her. You know we love her, dear Lord, but you love her even more. And you care about what we go through. And we thank you, dear Lord. You care about her. And you care about us. Yes. Dear Lord, I, I pray for the Vigory family, and I know they're, they're hurting right now, dear Lord. Be with them, dear Lord. Be close to them. Yes. May, may they feel your presence, dear Lord. I pray for the Kahaley family, dear Lord, that you would bless them as they, as they go through this hard time, dear Lord. You say, well, how, how can I bless them? Just be close to them, dear Lord. Dear Lord, I do pray for the people who got COVID. I pray for Curtis, dear Lord. You know how we've been praying for him, dear Lord, and you're answering prayer. And we thank you, dear Lord, for what you're doing in his life. Yes. I pray for Michael, dear Lord, and pray to you to help him as he goes through this hard time. And dear Lord, I just want to thank you for your word. When your disciples were worried, and you said, my peace I give to you. <laughs> I thank you for the peace that you give us. Yes. Then your word says, let not your heart be troubled. Yes. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again to receive you unto. I thank you, dear Lord, for that hope we have in Jesus. I love you today, dear Lord. We thank you for what you're going to do and what you've already done for our church. Thank you for the church, dear Lord, that I can be a part of it. Thank you, dear Lord, for Brian. 
Thank you, dear Lord, that he's, he's sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Help us never get off our hearts hard, dear Lord. Help us always to stay soft and pliable. Yes. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Now we're going to have a time. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It says that over in the book of Psalms. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So I know that you even have some praises on your heart that you would like to share. And so if you would do that now, come to one of these microphones, share your praises, and then uh, Brother Brad is going to lead out in time of prayer, praise. And then we'll have a time of invitation and uh, closing prayer and benediction, and we'll be dismissed this morning. But you go ahead and come. Go ahead and make your way. Brother Phil is just looking at some of the microphones. You go ahead and make your way to the microphone. Share your praises with us. ago, the very things that were like prayer requests or things that I wish weren't going on, I'm, I'm thankful for now. And, and I want to explain that. Like one was um, Brother Brad said to the whole staff one day when we were just talking about all of the different needs within our church family and within our church community, it just felt overwhelming. And I just, you know, wish that it would just all go away. Um, and he said, he said, what a, what a sweet time to serve the Lord. What, there's never been a better time to minister to people. And it really just changed my whole perspective on things because each of these things that we were wanting to just go away are really opportunities that we can meet the needs of somebody and, and show them who Jesus is to us. And so it was just a, it was just a, that's a praise to me because it was a really sweet perspective. And then Along the same lines, like, I cried out to the Lord, um, you know, I love working with the children, and one of the reasons I love working with the children, they're just so, they're like little seedlings, like, they're just like little brand new plants, and there's just so much potential, and, and I just cried out to the Lord because I felt like there was so many hard things that they were having to process and filter, and I just wanted to, you know rescue them from all of these things that we can't even process as adults but then the Lord just revealed to me that like with a seedling with a little plant it only grows deep roots during hard times and so I'm watching these kids and I'm just in awe of them like they are if we barely mention an idea of something we can do to minister to somebody make the baskets for our nurses and, and healthcare workers or or we, we did a spontaneous baby shower this morning for the Kimbro family. They've, that, they've opened up their home to an infant, to a newborn. Um, they're fostering a newborn baby. And so I said, what do y'all think about throwing a, a baby shower? I mean, they just, all that down there. So I guess my praise is the very thing that we would have protected our own hearts from, or especially these children's hearts from, I see these kids growing such deep roots. Like, I, I just feel very encouraged watching the way 
they are responding to what's happening the way, um, you know, they watch everything that we're doing. And, and sometimes it's good for them to see us struggle. You know, I, I think if it were up to us, we would just protect our kids from all the hard things. But the, the struggle is where their roots are growing. The struggle that they watch us walk through as a church family, um, as parents and, and leaders, they're watching us and, and they're learning the right way. Hard things are just going to happen. I mean, 1958, 2021, it's just going to continue to happen. And so all that to say, the very things that I w- wished would just go away a couple weeks ago, I can now see how the Lord is using for his good. And so I just praise him for this opportunity to minister to our community. And I praise him that these kids are growing such deep roots in their faith. So. Amen. You just heard. with the youth, we just wanted to say we were very, very happy that yesterday turned out to be such a beautiful day for us to have a break from school bash instead of a back to school bash. The weather on Friday was horrible. We really thought we were going to have to cancel it. Yesterday was absolutely beautiful. And what started out as something we were going to be afraid was going to just go downhill. The kids had a great time. And it was just a great day for them to take a break from all the crazy and chaos that's been going on in our lives and just have fun. And so we were just grateful we were able to do that and that they had such a good time. Amen. Thank you, Miss Angela. I'm just so thankful for new life. Um, My sister's pregnant and I see Amy's pregnant and... The Kimbrough's newborn, and the Lord is so sweet to remind us of those blessings. Um, like Sarah said, we get to, he entrusts us with those kids, and I'm just so thankful that even in a time of hurt, he's still renewing, renewing, renewing life, and um, so many friends that are pregnant just had new babies, and I'm just so thankful for their health, and um, just for that sweet reminder. Amen. Amen. true Baptist fashion, I'm ready to go too, so I'll keep it short, but um, I, I just wanted to use the opportunity of how thankful I am for a church that continues to love on people, um, even if they're not members here, if they're not part of, you know, everyday activities, and church leadership that continues to do that. Um, we, don't, we don't have boundaries in this church. We don't stop because someone's a different denomination, rock, which is raised Catholic, or we don't stop because someone doesn't come here every Sunday. We don't stop because they're not on the membership roll. This church doesn't stop because they don't pay tithes here. They, they, they don't stop. If they see a need, they see someone that needs encouragement, um, all the way from the deacon body to the associate pastor, the pastor, children's minister, youth pastor, it goes on. Church leadership never stops at those boundaries. Um, they just continue if they see a need to plug into it. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, Amen. And never, never, the church never quit showing love. Um, and I'm thankful for that church family. Amen. I guess this one's on. Um, yes. God's been so good to us. 
We're blessed to be here this morning, ain't we? Amen. Uh, I think we've got to give God praise for how we've seen him work. Um, we've seen him minister to people as a prayer time in this, in this church through Eric Stewart. I mean, he, he was not good at all. And God's people came together and prayed. And he came back. I had a girl that I went to school with that was bad off. They, they didn't think she was going to make it with COVID. And uh, God saw her through it. God continues to work. Yeah. He Amen. ain't dead. That's He's right. still working. That's right. All we got to do is lift up our prayers to him. That's right. And he hears us. That's right. And we see the daily improvement of, through Curtis. We're in pretty constant contact with uh, Carla. And I swear, every little note that I get, I want to jump for joy because he moved his hand or he gave a thumbs up or he gave a full smile. God's, God's saying, I'm here. I'm here. I'm still working. Don't forget me. Continue to pray. He's the one can, that can see us through it. So I'm praising God for those and praising God for those ones that he's going to heal in the future. That he's going to heal today. On top of that, I want to say that I'm thankful for my Sunday school class. Y'all bless my heart when I see you doing God's work. You don't know how much you motivate me by just doing what God asks you to do. That's right. Nothing more. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Brother Damon. I would like to say something. And as often as I get up there and sing, speaking is not my forte in front of big crowds. But... (laughs) I think a lot of times, like modern America, you hear people talk about like a problem is like a church being a building, and this is just your Sunday, check the box, come into the church, come in here, pray the prayer, sing the song, go home. But I think easily we could say over the past two weeks, even this year, this church is, you, you can say that about this church, you know? Just from the people that have come up and said what they've said, and the, the miracles we've seen play out, I don't think you could say that we're not working as the body of the church. That's right. Like, this isn't just a building. These people in here, no matter if it's 50 people on a Sunday or 200 people on a Sunday, it's a working church. And I think, I think uh, when, you, when, you're, when you please God, you see it play out in your life. And even though there's a million things going bad right now, it's really impressive and really kind of humbling to see the amount of good coming out of the work of God's people. Amen. So I just want to say that Amen. I think this church... More than, I don't care how big, small, anything, I think, uh, doing something right. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. All right. Well, um, you know, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming on the prayer request side. It's overwhelming on the praise side. It's just overwhelming to be in the presence of God's people, to be in the presence of God. Um, 
Brother Brad is going to pray for the praises time. And Brother Brad just got uh, word that Ida made landfall at 150 miles per hour. So please, everybody, keep praying for those. I pray it moves quickly, gets on through there, doesn't sit on top of them. So um, Brother Brad, you just lead us right now. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and, and I think about the, the song we, we sang as, uh, many years ago, uh, God, you're good, you're so good. Uh, Father, you are good, and Lord, in the midst of, of all that's going on in our world, all that's going on in our lives, Lord, we rejoice and, and celebrate the, the good times, we lament the hard times. But through it all, Father, we praise you because you're at work in the midst of all of it. Father, I, I stood in the hallway this morning and saw the kids come through with bearing gifts from the baby shower. And just the joy in their, that was on their faces was overwhelming. It was such a blessing to see the kids uh, just beaming their hearts with joy. Lord, knowing that they're doing your work. Uh, blessing the Kimbrough family as they have welcomed a, a little boy in their home over the last few days. Father, we're just thankful. Uh, just, uh, just a blessing to, to see new life and uh, the hope that exists. Father, I thank you so much that you have, uh, that you're continuing to work in, in hearts of people, that you're prompting people to minister in, in various ways throughout our, our community that you're uh, well, uh, working to um, just put us as um, agents of blessings in your name across our city. Today, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would continue to multiply that effort as we go about this week. We know there will be more opportunities to be blessings. Or some will be will cause us to to physically be present. Some of them will be will cause us to to action, but it will cause us to maybe to give to uh, Southern Baptist Sin Relief so we can help folks in uh, disaster over Louisiana as they are now dealing with the impact of Hurricane Ida. Father, all of it, Father, we just want to praise you, Lord, because we know that. And through the, the ministry of, of your church, uh, Southern Baptists in Louisiana are going to be mobilized in, in miraculous ways, and, and lives are going to be uh, saved in the midst of the storm. Today, Father, I pray, uh, we praise you for our church. We know that the last 18 months have been unusual times in our world, but also in our church. We know that it's not been normal. And we don't know if normal will ever be back. But Father, that's okay because, Lord, we, we are on a great commission and we're on mission. And Father, the mission goes forward. And Father, we pray that you would help us to be about your work and your way and your timetable. Father, I pray for Pastor Brian. Father, that you give him uh, just a supernatural strength this week. We know that he's got a, um, three funerals to preach this week. We pray that you would just uh, embolden him, Father, to, 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 to deliver the message of hope to these three families. 
Lord, give him the strength to, to, to bring the messages. Father, I pray for all of these uh, that we have lifted up today. We are in deep gratitude for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everyone can stand. Our praise team will start coming. Colossians chapter 4, beginning in verse 2, reading down through verse number 5, says this. Man, hold on one second. It says, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. That's my prayer for us, that we will continue earnestly in prayer for one another, for those around us, and for our world. You have just heard a message from God's Word, and now it's your chance to respond. What is God calling you to do in response to today's message? Let us know by going to hbcmolino.com forward slash life. We'd love to connect with you. Thanks for joining us today on the Highland Network. Enjoy your day.